0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, bump it tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, bump it tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, bump it tonight. Scott. <coughs> <Let's go. Woo. laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Friday night, and you're live with another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Thank you for joining us. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine, tonight's recommended snack, Land Brand No Name Crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here at 7 p.m. right here at 7pm because we've always been on at 7pm as you know so why would it be a different time you know i had some people getting in touch with me they were asking questions books Books? what time are you going to be on tonight and i said 7pm like every other night you know what i mean but these people were out there they're trying to gaslight us ladies and gentlemen some people were coming in you know, sending me things to go, hey, you've never been on at 7pm, you were always at 6 and now you're on at 8 and tonight you're starting at 7, man, what gives? And I would have to ban them. I would have to block them. I'm, like, I'm not putting up with this kind of disinformation. Not on my feed, ladies and gentlemen. So, of course, it's always been 7pm. And I would just like to announce uh, to the audience that, and uh, you know, the citizens of Boogie Stand, that I think we have finally our long search for a press secretary, a communications officer, here at the Boogie Stand Administration. It's finally over. We have found ourselves a new press secretary. I'd like to announce Nikki Fruit Loops, ladies and gentlemen, is now going to be in our employ as a loyal, dedicated... We're not circling back around to anything. Nikki Fruit Loops gives you the gossip. He gives you the news. He gives you what you need to know straight out of the blocks. And he correctly pointed out in the chat that we've always been on at 7 p.m. So, you know, if somebody wants to... Ask questions of the administration. I I suggest, please, get in touch with Nicky Fruit Loops. He will answer your concerns exactly like I just demonstrated then. What time is the show on? 7pm, like always. Is there anything else, citizen? Anything else you'd wish to discuss? So thank you for joining us this early time. I do have to get out a little early. Um, I've got some things to do. And actually, you just reminded me of something that I thought was fun. And I might, you know... I. I want to share with you here on this Saturday morning my time, Friday morning your time. um, A little bit of opening the kimono, a little bit of Daily Boogie behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. If I could just divert your attention to this momentarily, went out for a little bit of a date night last night with the wife. We've been together a long time. You know, if you've been in a relationship for a long time, you know that like the dating and the courting kind of dries up after a while because you don't really you know you don't have to impress your wife. (laughs) She's she's gonna love hearing that. You you don't have to impress you don't have to work hard to keep their love. So (laughs) so I thought you know what fuck it. We'll we'll have a little bit of a date night, a little bit of uh drinking a little bit of Asian food. Um you'll like this place. So we ate at a place called Rice Kid. Now, Rice Kid apparently used to be called Rice Boy, and we were informed by security. This is like a complex. I'll describe it to you. It's a restaurant inside another place, right? Not a food court, but like, you know, a restaurant inside a bigger building. And so, you know, the security guard, when we were going in, because you've got to sign in and stuff, it's a club. So there's like restrictions on how close you can live to it without being a member and all this kind of shit. (coughs) Pardon me. My voice may be a little bit croaky because there were probably one or two too many Long Island iced teas, ladies and gentlemen. And perhaps a few too many cigarettes as well. So we went to this place called Rice Kid. It apparently used to be called Rice Boy, but we were informed by the security guard on the way in that they had to change their name because obviously very offensive now. You can't call a restaurant Rice Boy. (laughs) Rice Boy. That's like call that. You may as well call the restaurant Rice Rape if you're going to call it Rice Boy. You may as call, you may as well call it Rice I Hate Women if you're going to call it Rice Boy. So they had to rename it from Rice Boy to Rice Kid, and yeah, it was okay. It was okay. When I asked my when I asked my wife what kind of food they serve there, and I said, you know, is this a uh, is this a chink chow place? <laughs> she said, yes, it is. Um. And I said, oh, okay, what kind? Like, you know, what are we talking here? Japanese, Chinese? And she said, well, they they say it's Asian. And I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> so we really don't know what we're getting into here, do we? <laughs> it was all right. It was okay. And a couple of drinks, a couple of cigarettes. And so we're leaving, I don't know, around, say, 11.30 or something like that. Maybe midnight, something like that. And I step outside. This place is called Panthers, Penrith Panthers. It's like, it's a... A local rugby team, rugby league team, um, near where I live. And so this is like the club that's got all the poker machines, like the slots and shit, and, you know, the, I don't know, the, the singers that old people like <laughs> perform there and stuff. And it kind of, it, it, it fuels, it, it supports the football team, if that makes sense, right? So I'm walking out. We're about to jump in our Uber, and I spin around, and I see this sign, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I thought, have a look at this. The Royce is at Penrith Panthers. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. The Royce! The Roy the one, the only the Royce. Apparently a household name out here in little old Western Sydney. How do you like that? Shout out to Daywave. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the Royce is. <laughs> I, I, it's the Royce at Penrith Panthers. I I, I don't know. Is it, is it a restaurant? Is it a guy? Is it Cuban rice? Very good point. Sinister Charlie and chat. Royce is getting too big. He is, isn't he? He really did. I thought, you know, the whole cart fiasco would have been enough to potentially prematurely end his career. But it seems he does have some staying power. He managed to fight through that controversy and, ret- and retain most of his audience. Although there were some... You know hardcore cart enthusiasts who just thought we can't go on this journey anymore with royce and i completely understand and endorse their position now yeah, it's a very principled thing that they've done so there you have it the royce at penrith panthers ladies and gentlemen the famous royce. um we've got a lot to get through tonight if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings there are a few ways you can do it streamlabs.com boogie bumper ladies and gentlemen or you can get some of those succulent little lemons and leave those sour little suckers in my fruit bowl or you can also if you'd like to you can shout me a beer if you'd like to do that but unfortunately you have to go to the coffee website in order to buy me a beer i know it's a little confusing uh, so we've put together this short infomercial to help you understand how you go to buymeacoffee.com boogie bumper and then purchase a beer
1: i just have a cup of coffee Beer it is no i said coffee <laughs> beer yep. cough E B E C
0: O B A. Everybody got it? Great. I'm glad we're all on the same page. That should explain. Buymeacoffee.com slash boogie bumper. Um. Original Revolution sent this to me. I don't know why, perhaps in reference to the coffee website. So let's have a look.
2: Hey, does anybody want coffee? Who wants coffee? I just made a fresh pot of coffee. Does anybody want coffee? Hey, hey, hey. Who, wants co- anybody want co- Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? Who wants coffee? man? you You want coffee? I up.
3: just I just made coffee. Oh, the fuck Does anybody want coffee? Who wants buddy, do you want coffee? I need that, man. Do you want coffee? I just made coffee. Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? <laughs> Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? Yo, Who wants? coffee? Go- does anybody want
2: coffee? Thing, Who wants man. coffee? Does anybody want coffee? Do you want There's coffee? Who wants <laughs> coffee? Does anybody want? I just made, I just made a French pot of
3: coffee. Does anybody want
0: coffee? I don't know where that is. <laughs> but if the answer is yes, if the answer is yes, then buymeacoffeecom bumper. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So, lots to get into tonight. Because on Wednesday night I got I got way I got sucked into White Boy Summer. I'm still a supporter of White Boy Summer. Um, Frozen Asian sent me the film like the official film clip for the song White Boy Summer, and I watched it before and it was just it was everything that I'd hoped it could be and more. I really enjoyed it. So we might play it later on. I don't know. I might get to it. I might not. But uh, it's I think we played clips of it on uh, Chet's Instagram. But I'm thinking, well, you know, we kind of we covered White Boy Summer off. We kind of penned it in on the Wednesday night episode. We might just leave it there because once White Boy Summer comes out of that gate, there's no telling. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, it'll be rampaging through the town. We won't be able to stop it. Next thing you know, show's fucking over. Show's over. So, uh, <laughs> paradigm shifting. Boogie Bumper sired Tom Chatelet's bastard child. It's a fact. Google it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say paradigm shifting is, in fact, Tom Chatelet. <laughs> so if it is, thank you for joining us, Tom. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> Tom Chatelet, ladies and gentlemen. One of our favorite people here on the program. So we've got some serious issues to discuss. And of course, when we talk about serious issues, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to we reference the experts here on the show, the experts who only have your best interests at heart. and want to protect you and keep you safe. I've had this show in the, uh, this show, I've had this file in the rundown for the show for about four or five episodes and I haven't had time to get to it but tonight is the night because it's too serious. It's far too serious to ignore any longer. CDC declares racism a serious public health threat. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, what I love most about the corporate media is they're always willing to tell us the truth. Hello, are you a right-wing extremist and a white supremacist? Let me tell you something. The real virus is racism. <laughs> you might think you might be thinking to yourself, well, I'm an inbred white supremacist Donald Trump supporter, and I don't believe that COVID is real. At least for the most part, I don't think that I'm going to get sick and die from it. I'm going to take my risks and live in Florida and go to restaurants. Well, let me tell you something. You may be able to cure uh, coronavirus by walking around and doing normal things, but let me tell you something. You're not able to cure your racism. Mm-mm. Racism is really real. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Why are they even talking about this? <laughs> the, I guess. I guess, you know, let's be honest here public discussions about what needs to be done in a political sense to address racism it's it's now open slather it's not just the stomping ground of the politicians anymore is it i mean fucking ben and jerry's all you know all of these corporations are now like you know what we need to get involved in politics (laughs) more more than just uh shadily giving envelopes under the desk when we meet with politicians when we take them out for lunch we have to do more we have to be more active we have to be on the front foot we have to get involved in the fight the street fight the pr campaign we really do i mean did you see the head of jp morgan come out what two weeks ago so you know what it's about it's about time us hedge fund managers start doing what's right (laughs) and i'm reading it and i'm looking at the comments under this story the head of JP Morgan, you know, one of one of the uh, organisations who were at the crux of the global financial crisis in 2008 and 2007, 2009, right? One of the very same dudes. You know what? I think we need to address social justice more. <laughs> but the beautiful part was all of the comments under this news story that everybody just buys in. As long and you know what that's not just the left wing thing it happens on the right as well as soon as some actor comes out and says you know what i think the left is going a little bit too crazy everybody jumps on board they're like oh yes finally we've got one our hero he's always been one of us and then of course next week you know because they they aren't really a conservative they might have just said something that people agree with next week they come out and say oh actually you know i think the police are a little racist and then they're like you traitor He's betrayed us. We loved you. What the hell happened? Oh, well, it's over for him. I'm never buying one of his CDs again, right? Everybody does it. Everybody has that kind of thing within them from time to time. So so I I don't, you know, now all of these corporations are basically getting on board with social justice and stuff. I, I guess all the Republican politicians who are receiving the money from these corporate donors, right? From these corporate behemoths. I guess all they can do now is apologize for being politically correct and do what their donors tell them. I guess that's it. I guess that's all we got left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the voice is a little croaky cause like I said <coughs> Pardon me. We are just working some of it through. Uh, the voice is a little croaky because there might have been one too many Long Island iced teas. Is Long Island known for anything other than iced tea? Genuine question. I don't know. Like, by what what I mean by that is I can't think of anything else that's named after Long Island. There's Long Island the place, and then there's a Long Island iced tea, which is a if you if you fucking I don't know four years old you don't know what we're talking about. It's a very alcoholic cocktail. They got anything else going? I don't know. Hor- <laughs> Nikki Fruit Loops in the chat. Yes. Whores. Oh, good. Ah, very interesting.
3: <laughs>
0: they're, they're, they're known for whores and alcohol. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Sinister Charlie and Well Mersh, I think. But is Mersh known in Long Island? I, I you know, outside of the people who know him. Is he like what I mean by that is is he referred to as Long Island's Mersh, you know, <laughs> or is it just Mersh? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if he introduced himself? Hi, I'm Long Island's Mersh. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? get well, I guess he's Long Island's, Long Island's own, right? Because, like, like I say, I can't think of anything else named after Long Island. Long Island iced tea. Is there a Long Island cupcake? Is there a you know a Long Island haircut? I don't know. Anyway, where the fuck were we? The Sen- I can see we're going to plough through all of the stories we have tonight. The Centers for Disease Control on prevention and Prevention on Thursday labelled racism a serious threat to public health and said it would help to address the matter. Oh, good. I'm, gl- I'm glad the CDC is so much time. <laughs> so much time to be addressing these serious public health threats. Like COVID. No, like racism. Like Racism. What we know is that what we know is this. Racism is a serious public health threat that di- directly affects the well-being of millions of Americans. Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director said in a statement, uh, this is also the same CDC director if I'm not mistaken who burst into tears in a during a recent speech, uh basically you know wailing everybody's going to die, it's going to be awful. Right? You know, if we don't do something now, if we don't address this soon, there's going to be another wave and it's going to be devastating. Oh, my God. Same person. Same person. So it's, I'm glad that they're finally turning their attention to racism down at the Centre for Disease Control. Walensky, one of the most public faces of the Biden administration's coronavirus response, she's part of the response team. you has got to have a team. Is the latest administration health official to highlight the issue of racism in public health, in public health it's a real that's you know racism is the real disease ladies and gentlemen and the cd it's the real virus and the cdc the nation's largest public health agency god they're oh it's so fucking tricky isn't it because when you say when you when somebody says to you oh blah 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 public health what do you think of what's the first thing you think of the snap experiment in the chat I'm going to write a word down on a piece of paper here. So I'm thinking of a word, and I want to see how many people get it. So when I say public health, what do you think of? What's the first thing that you think? Sinister Charlie in the chat says AIDS. (laughs) Okay. But you kind of, to be fair, Sinister Charlie, aren't you always just thinking about AIDS? Look, come on, let's not go down that. Chris Akalakalakalakalaka says money. Foggy in the chat. I'm with Foggy. I agree with Foggy. Hospitals. When 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 somebody talks about public health, in my mind, I picture a hospital. Okay, that's what they're talking about. Sick people being made unsick. You know, bones being mended. Uh, You know, people going to check their sniffles out. Getting cuts, sewn up. You know, transplants, blood transfusions. All of that good stuff. Oh, Gary Vance in the chat. I just want to uh, give a tip of the hat to Gary Vance. Say thank you very much. Gary Vance donated. He bought... He bought me a whole bunch of beers on buymeacoffee.com, so thank you very much. Get Growing there.
4: up is just a trap. Thank you so much.
0: So that's what I think of. I think of a hospital, right? But now here we have, like, this melding that's occurred because now when you think of public health, you're supposed to think of the CDC talking about how they, they need to address racism. What the fuck is that? We need to cure, we need to cure you of your racism. (laughs) So that just means more public money being spent on things like social awareness campaigns. That's just what we need, isn't it? That's what the underfunded uh, health system needs, is a whole bunch of awareness campaigns. Because when you go in there for your liver transplant, or your kidney transplant, or your you know, your shoulder operation or whatever. Maybe you fell off a ladder and you broke your leg. You're going in there to get your leg mended. What you need to know about is what the CDC, what the public health system is doing to address racism. That's what you need to know. That's what needs to happen. And you watch. If any kind of money, if this becomes like an official position of the health system, you know, we need to fight racism, this is when you'll start getting the money flow in, right? And the money will go into these programs that are run from hospitals like, for example, because it's happened here. Trust me. For example, you know, teaching nurses how to be culturally aware. That, that'll that be something, you know. Uh, te- let's teach nurses how their white privilege um, affects the way that they treat patients in the operating rooms and in the emergency rooms. That's that That's where the money starts flowing to. So as soon as the CDC comes out and declares that racism is a public serious serious public health threat and we need to do something to address it the next step is getting the money flowing into these bureaucrats you know and the social psychologists and the people who are hired out of university with very very particular ideas okay and and then the money then the cash cows start getting slaughtered on the floor of the operating theater preventing other people from going in there and actually having operations like they used to do in a hospital, All right? So that's the way you're headed. There you go. So it is, it's, it's very serious, very serious. Uh, just on the topic of COVID, incidentally, this was sent to me just before the show by Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen, dlife.tv slash Joy of Pessy. Joy of Pessy, as you know, not a very political guy, which is good. If you're a political person, it's always nice to have friends who aren't political. Because you can't talk about politics all the time. All the time. 24 hours, seven days a week. You will go mad. You need to break it up. Winning TV with a diamond. DLive.TV slash Winning TV. Phil D'Angelo live tomorrow night from 8pm. Being part Asian, let the cash flow to me. There you go. So some reparations for our reparation for uh, Phil, our Asian Phil friend. Winning TV, your friend. Send some reparations to Phil D'Angelo, Winning TV, for all of the Asian hate he's incurred throughout his life. So yeah, it's the choice of a new generation. So Joy of Pessy on later tonight, I think, at Friday. Sent me this article. Have a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Now isn't this fun? Thank you for keeping me safe, Ontario. Ontario gives police authority to stop people, vehicles, ask for purpose of travel. <laughs> oh. You get pulled over in Ontario. They pull you over to the side of the road. You haven't broken any laws, right? You haven't been speeding. You haven't run a red light. Your indicators are still working fresh as though you just drove the car off the fucking lot. There's no reason to pull you over. The copper pulls you over. He walks up to your window, gives your window a little bit of a tap with his nightstick, you know. He does that little hand motion, like, wind the fucking window down. Down the window comes. And you say, hello, officer, what seems to be the problem? And he says, where are you going? (laughs) Where do you think you're going? Excuse me, sir? Well, you know, the law's been changed now, so I'm legally allowed to pull you over to ask where you're going and why you're going there. (laughs) I mean, it's got to be tempting, doesn't it? It's got to be tempting at that point to go, none of your fucking business, officer. (laughs) Have a nice day. I, I'm sorry, am I being arrested for something? Because if not, um, fuck you, <laughs> and I'm going to be on my way. It must It must be so tempting. Thank you for pulling me over to ask me the purpose of my travel. Thank you for keeping me safe, Officer, Officer Big Cock. The Ontario government is giving police temporary power. Pa- oh, the temporary powers. Pa- yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. It's only temporary. I love temporary power. We've seen our fair share of temporary powers here in Australia. Most recently, the People's Democratic Republic of Victoria, which is the the state directly to the south of mine, uh, they introduced a whole bunch of emergency powers during the coronavirus, like the peak of the coronavirus problems in 2020. And you know why I love emergency powers? Because they can just go on forever. You know why I love temporary emergency powers? Because we can just do it for as long as we want. That's why I love them. (laughs) So the government, Victoria, came out and announced, don't worry, uh, we we are giving police these temporary emergency powers to, you know, usher people off the streets, ask for identification, uh, you know, arrest people if they're standing in a group, you know, chase people off the beach when they're sitting on blankets and whatnot. And they said, look, it's only for a month, guys. Where have you heard this before over the last 12 months? It's only for two weeks. <laughs> it's only for a month. And then it'll all be over. Temporary emergency powers. And then after a month, you know, I was saying to them, I was laughing at my friends who were telling me with straight face, uh, uh, there goes that Boogs again. There goes that crazy conspiracy theorist Boogs again. Boogs seems to think that when a government uses temporary emergency powers, that they're not really temporary at all. I mean, just, he just—he He does. He needs to learn how to trust them because they're keeping us safe. There he goes again, the crazy guy. I said, you know, the, the fact that they've introduced them means now that they're always going to have them there. And I was told I was an idiot and stuff. It's only for a month. And then sure as shit, we get to the end of the month and the Victorian government announces, uh, we have voted to extend the emergency powers for another month. <laughs> oh. Wow. What a shock this is. And then another month passed and they said, Look, we voted to extend our temporary emergency powers again for another month. And I was like, Wow, I guess it's only another month. <laughs> so you know. When governments make these announcements, it's it was like Wolf Blitzer the other day. When Joe Biden came out and announced his intention to withdraw troops from Afghanistan. And as you know, if you're a listener to this show, uh, we stopped playing the intention to withdraw troops from with Afghanistan game with Donald Trump. I said, that's it. Like, no more announcements. I don't care anymore about an an, an announcement. Don't make the announcement if it's not going to happen. I don't care if people try to make it happen. I don't care if there are circumstances where we need to keep guarding this oil well or this fucking poppy field or whatever it is. As long as there is a guy in uniform with a gun on that land, you're still there. <laughs> that's that's the end of it. So, you know, Joe Biden comes out and, make like, like all great presidents of the last 20 years, makes the announcement. Oh, we're going to be leaving Afghanistan. Oh, wonderful. And Wolf Blitzer t- tweets out, you know, a headline from the New York Times or something, of course, uh, along with his commentary, which was something like, Oh, Joe Biden today announced the end of the war in Afghanistan. <laughs> no he hasn't. <laughs> the end of the the end of the war or the occupation or whatever you want to fucking call it. Whatever word um makes you feel better about it being happening, right? <laughs> so the end of the war doesn't happen until, you know, the last guy is out of there. Until then it ain't over. Obviously, clearly. I mean just just there were other Funny stories about this announcement from Joe Biden, right? His intention to get out of Afghanistan. You know, don't tell me about intention. Tell me when it's done. You know, other than that, I'm not buying in. I'm not going to play that game. I'm not going to, like, like every other politician has said for the last 20 years, you know, we're working our way towards it. Fucking good for you. Good for you, mate. And when you finally get there, let us know. But until then, couldn't give a fuck. So, the other funny commentary about this Joe Biden announcement was, did you see all of this, these fucking weird articles from CNN and Washington Post and shit? Did you see these going around? Where they were like, oh, we can't, we can't withdraw from Afghanistan because of what will happen to feminism in Afghanistan. Oh. Well, isn't that something? <laughs> Wait, so the thing, the thing that you've spent the last, you know, four years of Trump, remember the Bush years, Right. You spent all of this time under George Bush. No more foreign wars. We need to get out of there. This is unjust. We are evil imperialists. Now you're like, we really should stick around because without us, they're not going to have any feminism. I wouldn't be surprised if the Afghanistanian men were standing there going, please leave. <laughs> we don't want this feminism shit. We don't want it. We don't want to... Please get out of here. We don't want you to fuck our country like you'll fuck yours. Get out of here now, <laughs> American pig. Uh, your women need feminism. Don't you think it's time that you got equal pay? Get out of here. Kill the Americans. <laughs> we can't have this getting out. So, that was fun. That was interesting. Pardon me, let's get back to our story here. I am getting sidetracked, aren't I? Police will have the authority. This is on, in Ontario. Police will also have the authority to stop a vehicle to inquire about an individual's reason for leaving their residence. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me safe, policeman of Ontario. Thank you for quizzing me when I leave my residence. You never know. I might not know where I'm going. So I'm glad that the Ontario's finest are there to steer me in the right direction. Uh, now this was sent through I've got this one here speaking of where the culture is headed speaking of the direction society is heading in you know it's very positive it's very progressive it's very nice everything that's happening and you know what I'm glad that chivalry is dead because it really is just the medieval um, savage depraved version of toxic masculinity isn't it chivalry I mean where do these where do these men get off Thinking that they should be chivalrous. Like a woman needs to be protected. Where do they get off? You know what I mean? They really should step in. They really should stop stepping into things that aren't their business. I don't need a man to protect me. Fuck you. Right. Chivalry really needs to die. Because it's really just old toxic masculinity. So everything's going well. And uh this was sent through by Cabaret. Thank you, Cabaret, for this wonderful contribution to the show. Let's see what a great state. Our culture is in here.
1: We brought you heart in the mouth video earlier this week. A woman trapped in a moving shopping centre escalator. Now, here's the incredible full story. In an exclusive interview, this Gold Coast mum says not only were her clothes dragged into the machinery, but while helpless, she was robbed and then forced to pay for parking.
0: in the chat who sent the video savages you're an island of savages (laughs) look I shouldn't laugh but fuck it is funny trapped in an escalator getting robbed while you're trapped I mean I'm really glad the way that society is going aren't you I'm glad that we look out for how many times do you hear these fucking idiot politicians and these idiot bloggers and these idiot people in the corporate media how many times have you heard them talk about oh the unity we have so much unity. <laughs> you know what? You know what makes us Australian is the fact that we all help each other. How many times have you heard that? It's un-American not to help your, one another. Everybody loves helping everybody here in this country. <laughs> Woman gets trapped in an escalator, robbed, and, then, and then just like the fucking cherry on top, isn't it? Just to get the cherry on top. And then was forced to pay for parking. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Your parking ticket expired an hour ago. I was trapped in a piece of machinery. <laughs> I nearly died. Yeah. I'm sorry, but as you can see from our from our terms and service, there there is no "I nearly died" because I was trapped in an escalator loophole. There's no clause, so I'm afraid you are going to have to pay the extra ten dollars because you stayed an extra hour. Only I, mean, I, I don't make the rules. You know, if you pay now, then you can probably call the company later and ask for a refund, I guess. (laughs) I'll give you their number if you want. (laughs) Oh,
3: fantastic. (laughs) The escalator
2: was still moving. Yeah. And I was screaming out for help.
1: Mm, Trapped and terrified in the middle of a surfer's paradise shopping centre. This woman's clothes become snared in the teeth of the escalator chewing more and more material as it turns, pulling her to the ground. And I couldn't move. Both of my arms were pinned down. She's too mortified to reveal her identity but was travelling down to the car park inside Circle on my.
0: That's why I use a cartoon avatar on this live stream because I too was once trapped in an escalator. So, you know, after being trapped in an escape, it changes your life, really. After you go through something like that, you know, like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. So I completely understand. Been there, done that.
1: Came down. She's too mortified to reveal her identity, but was travelling down to the car park inside Circle on Cavill when it happened, slipping, <laughs> falling hard in her... Jim
0: Edward to the chat. <laughs> learn how to use the magic mystery sticks
1: (laughs) that's fucking awful (laughs) hurting her back her 10 year old nephew racing to find the emergency stop button as she was dragged helplessly along i couldn't get back up i knew that if i didn't i was going to get trapped Her jacket, jeans, shirt and even her underwear Becoming entangled in the metal teeth Sucked into the machine's drivetrain They all needed to be cut off While she endured the nightmare Another woman, a stranger, retrieved her purse But they were no good Samaritan Unbelievably, using the opportunity to steal credit card information Going on an online shopping spree
0: Holy shit that is some fucking savage behavior i could never <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit.
3: <laughs>
0: that is that is possibly one of the most low-life fucking things i have ever heard of in my life while the woman's trapped there here i brought your purse back but how sneaky were they how fucking sneaky was that? Because they didn't just steal the purse, right? They didn't steal the credit cards. They took the credit card information. They must have taken pictures of the credit card or something. And then, like, thank you very much, and then off they go. Online shopping, Amazon.com. Here we come. <laughs> while while she is, in the words of the of the, of the journalist here, trapped in the drivetrain of the escalator. <laughs> See, this is why I tell people, you don't believe me when I say this. You constantly don't believe me. I've been telling you since the beginning never trust an Australian. Ever. Never. Not even me. There is something in our DNA. Everybody, we, see, we Australians, we assume that everybody else is a criminal too. Not just us. That's the way you need to approach Australians. Just assume the worst and make them earn your trust. Never ever trust them, (laughs) because because they will steal your credit card information whilst you're trapped in a fucking escalator, (laughs) and then return and then return your purse with a smile.
3: Winning underscore TV tip $10. Oh, thank Here you, sir. You go, boo guy.
0: Here you go, boogai. Here you go, boogai. All right, let's see what Phil's got.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, you <laughs> should come over. Tonight's pipe night. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> it looks like an old catcher's mitt. <laughs>
0: Because he's been smoking fucking cigars and tobacco in his apartment constantly.
2: Look at that. My face is all craggly. <laughs> it's crinkly. <laughs> it's from all that smoke. You've experienced a lifetime of smoking in seventy-two hours. What did you expect? Lymphosoma, birth defects, cancer, but not. Yeah,
0: yeah the normal stuff.
2: <clears throat> you know my face is my livelihood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> livelihood.
2: Well, I, everything I have, I owe to this face.
3: It's my allure, my my
0: twinkle. My twinkle. <laughs> yeah, your,
3: your, teeth, your teeth are all brown. <laughs> Look away,
0: I'm, I'm idiots. There, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where were we? Thank you very much. Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, Phil D'Angelo. All right, so we've just had our purse robbed. Let's have a look.
2: They have been used to purchase alcohol deliveries. And-
0: <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it had to be alcohol deliveries, didn't it? You, it had to be. It had to be. I, for a moment, thought that the person who stole the credit card information while this woman was trapped in a piece of machinery... I, for a moment, thought they'd be buying, like, you know, handbags or expensive shoes or dresses or something like that because I'm a fucking idiot sometimes. I really am. If you think about it, what else was the person going to buy online? The kind of person who would buy, the kind of person who would steal the credit card info of somebody who's trapped in a machine and then hand them their purse with a smile is exactly the kind of person who would buy thousands of dollars worth of alcohol with stolen credit card information.
3: <laughs>
0: what else are they going to buy? What else? It's exactly Cabaret. It's never books for university.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's never, it's never, I'm going to put a down payment on that Monet. You know? Oh, no. No, 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 no. You know, I saw the most interesting little item. I saw uh, one of Beethoven's uh, pianos is being auctioned in Paris. You know, I thought I might lay a little something down for that. <laughs> it's never something like that. It's like, no, no. How much, honey, how much booze do you reckon we can fit in the spare bedroom? We have a spare bedroom?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have a kid in there until we killed it. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember. Have we moved the cot out yet? No. Well, if we get rid of the cot, that's at least two more kegs that we can fit in there. It's, it's always going to be that kind of a person. By the way, if you'd like to buy me a beer, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash bumper. and just in case you don't understand the whole purchasing of a beer on a coffee website, we do have this small infomercial for you.
1: Now, just have a cup of coffee. Beer it is. No, I said coffee. Mm-hmm. Beer. Coffee. Mm. Beer. C-O-B-A
0: There you go. That should explain everything for you. Let's carry on.
1: And takeaway deliveries. Yep. As if that wasn't enough, after an hour spent trapped in the escalator... Is that Cavill, sep-
0: Cavill Avenue? Surfer's fucking surfer's paradise. Oh, it's just, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> surfer's paradise is like... um. Gee, it's a very like... Uh, how can I say this? It's similar to, I, and I forget the name of the place, there's a place in Spain where all of like the white trash English people go for summer holidays. That makes sense. It's that. <laughs> it's that in Australia. <laughs> same vibe, same chill. Like I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. I'm just trying to explain. And a lot of Japanese tourists as well. For, for, for whatever reason, the Japanese really love... Going to um, Surface Paradise, Gold Coast, right? These places in Queensland. <laughs> Foggy, told you. <laughs> I was thinking, Fog, I was thinking it could have been Ipswich. It could have been the switch. But alas, it was not the switch. As Ipswich is just breathing a sigh of relief tonight. Whew, finally, somebody else. <laughs> finally, it's not us. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's a place a place in Spain where the rain falls mostly on the plains. Thank you. Winning Thank you. Very fucking helpful, Phil. Uh, is it a pizza? No, is it a bit nah, a pizza sounds too fancy. A pizza. There there is a cheap there's a cheap fucking place in Spain where all of the white trash English people go. I can't remember the name of it. I'm not sure if it's a pizza. I don't think it is. I think there's another place. Anyway. Doesn't matter. There you go. And here she we've got to see how she was forced to pay for parking though, obviously. Cavill Avenue. Another- Cavill Avenue is like the strip of Surfer's Paradise
1: woman, a stranger, retrieved her purse, but they were no good <laughs> Samaritan. Unbelievably, <laughs> Unbelievably, using the opportunity I to steal credit card information, going on an online shopping spree. They have been used to purchase alcohol deliveries and takeaway deliveries. Uh-huh. As if that wasn't enough, after an hour spent trapped in the escalator, another seven in hospital, she returned to find she'd been backing up a parking fee. Management haven't waived the cost. In fact, she says they're not even taking her calls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a fantastic story. <laughs> Pardon me. I'm sorry, coughing in the mic. I'm sorry. This is this is exactly the kind of story we love here on this show. Thank you very much. Now Cancun is in Mexico, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, thank you very much, Cabaret. <laughs> This is exactly the kind of story we like here on the daily book <laughs> Everybody's just the fuck she's been trapped in an escalator and everyone has just took the opportunity to screw her over. It's just brilliant. <laughs>
3: there's
0: there's no like, you know, big community outreach. They haven't even mentioned like the manufacturer or something. They haven't talked about. I would like to know the logistics of how she came to get trapped in an elevator. I feel like that might be important. You know, hey, should we explain? Should we explain to the audience? We are journalists, apparently. Should we explain to the audience how exactly this happened so we can, you know, perhaps let people know, hey, be careful because if you do this, you will get trapped in an escalator? Should we do that? No, fuck that. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, she got robbed and and the parking company won't give her a refund. <laughs> and everyone's like, "eh, fair enough. Because I think we are, whoever said in the chat before, I can't remember, correctly pointed out, yes, we are an island of savages here. Never, ever, ever, ever trust an Australian, ladies and gentlemen. That's your lesson for today. Um, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick five-minute break. When we return, got some reporting to get into? Got some corporate media stuff to get into, which should be a little fun. And it's time to revisit the cartnarks, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't covered cartnarks for about two or three months. Kitty B sent me this one earlier tonight, and it is fucking amazing. Well, she tagged me in it. It's fucking amazing. Uh, Been waiting for that special one to come along. So tonight is the night. We will go back to the cartnarks right after this short commercial break. So stick around. See you in five. Daily boogie.
5: I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What are you fucking Asian Dick crazy doing with you. <laughs> Why are you. You have to ruin my evening. Like I, I just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my buds do their show, and you, you gotta, he you just gotta do this the, the hat. <laughs> so you're not enjoying it? No! No. <laughs> Dude, Uh, Aaron. I secretly enjoy it. You look like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's not working. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you. you. Uh, Oh come on, you secretly love it.
2: No, no, I openly hate it.
1: I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person, P-L-T-C-S. Aloha.
0: It's irrational times, original music, interactive trivia,
6: games, guests, VHS rental, adult learning center, window repair, flight trainer, kosher catering, and now introducing the lovely assistant.
4: I do jump jobs, and here I use
1: only the fun chip to combine with an organic jab to produce the highest quality chip jabs. We fooled by those imitation jib-jabs made in Chinese sweatshops. Enjoy fair trade jib-jabs made locally here in
4: Canada. Due to the outcome of a previous court case, the lovely assistant is prohibited from jib-jabbing outside of Canada.
5: Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got you have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms. Police have reported. Sometimes <laughs> this world can get you down.
3: There's one thing you can do. Get back up and shake your cold around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie come on, everybody, boogie buffer tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie buffer tonight. No
2: one's
0: gonna tell me how to boogie come on, everybody boogie buffer tonight. <coughs> Coming back. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast at the usual time of 7 p.m. is what we started. Uh, now we're getting close to the new usual time, the same usual. Actually, when people start coming in at 8 o'clock, here's the thing, all right, because it's like 10 to 8, so let's do this. When if, if anybody comes in at 8 o'clock thinking that the show started at 8... And if they make comments like, oh, have I missed it? What's going on? Just say to them, No, it's always been seven o'clock. Okay? Let's start at seven, like always. And when they say, no, 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 eight o'clock, be yeah, exactly. Nikki Fruit Loops. Take take the word of advice from the communications director of Boogie Stand, ladies and gentlemen. Just keep telling them, No, no, it's always been seven. <laughs> See what happens.
3: <laughs>
0: let's let's gaslight our own audience. Fuck it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, don't forget later on tonight. Uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Irrational Times, everybody's favourite lover of French women. I don't know if... Did we sort out if Pessy is on later tonight or not? Maybe he is. Usually he is. Friday night. Joy of Pessy. Tomorrow night, winning TV, ladies and gentlemen. Major Tom. At Real Person PLTCS will be on later tonight. Pirate Radio. So uh, go and check out some of our friends if you don't mind. So let's get right back into it, shall we? Um, in today's edition of Thank You For Keeping Me Safe, Twitter, we have this. And this uh, It's about time. It's about time I hear you say. James Project Veritas O'Keefe banned from Twitter. Hey. Hey. It's a private company, bro. (laughs) James O'Keefe, conservatives... I love the way this is written. I really do. James O'Keefe, conservative specialist in deceptively edited gotcha videos. (laughs) I guess that's one way of saying it. It's one way of saying uh, undercover journalist, perhaps. But, you know, I'll, I'll allow it. That used to cause political earthquakes but are now virtually ignored was yesterday banned from Twitter. I love the gloating. I love the fact that we have to explain to people who write content on the internet, right? We have to explain to people who write things on the internet why it's dangerous to support companies on the internet indiscriminately getting rid of people who write things on the internet i love that we have to explain it to them why you know it's not a good idea to cheerlead to cheerlead uh these gatekeeping companies that kind of guard access to the internet uh cheerlead them just getting rid of people it's amazing isn't it amazing that we have to explain this to people it's like it's it's also amazing that we have to explain you know like comedians for example will out Comedians will blacklist comedians now who say funny jokes that they don't like. Oh, that's a little bit that's a little bit mean towards women. That's a little bit sounds a little bit racist if you ask me, right? We have to explain to comedians why it's in their interest to defend the comedians that are getting banned. <laughs> because everybody's an idiot now. I think that's the problem. There's just too many idiots. So we have to explain to people who create content on the internet why it's a good idea to not cheer the banning of content creators, believe it or not. 2021, ladies and gentlemen. James O'Keefe, the conservative specialist in deceptively edited gotcha videos that used to cause political earthquakes but are now virtually ignored, was yesterday banned from Twitter. Twitter says he was banned for abusing the platform's rules on platform manipulation, but he claims it was because of his latest Blink and You Missed It expose of some guy at CNN who hates Trump. <laughs> what, a, what a great analysis. I, loved, I told you I fucking love it. <laughs> it's so fucking stuck. O'Keefe also claims to be suing Twitter. Another fruitless culture war stunt exploiting right-wing media's pointless war, pointless war on social media. <laughs> Totally (laughs) fantastic let me put this one in the chat for you because like i said i need to give this person props because that is one of the snarkiest paragraphs i've ever read in my fucking life that one Well, well done sir so i thought well let's have a little look here at what he's talking about it sounds pretty awful it sounds deceptively edited and awful some guy who hates trump at cnn so let's have a look
5: Think what we did. We got Trump out. I am 100% going to say it. And I 100% believe it, that if it wasn't for CNN, I don't know that
3: Trump would have
0: got voted out. Uh, The voice you're hearing is Charlie Chester, CNN technical director, saying if it wasn't for CNN, Trump would have won, basically. It was all out He's taking credit for it, which is cute, which is definitely cute
5: really don't think so oh really i think if covid ha- i think if covid hadn't happened it wouldn't matter what covered and trump would still be an oh. i No, i believe no, i don't i, think I awesome. came to cnn because i wanted to be a part of that
0: i came to cnn because i wanted to get rid of trump <laughs> I wanted to be part of the war on Trump. This is is not surprising. Like, I find it ridiculous. This is a genuine opinion. I find it ridiculous that the angle people are taking with this to defend CNN, the angle they're taking is like the same, oh, it's deceptively edited, he's not that big of a deal, because it's the same argument they make every single time. Oh, that's not really a person of importance at the company. Uh, basically it's the guy who makes coffee like who cares he's not not a big deal they they do the same thing every time uh the videos are deceptively edited and the person they're talking to isn't that much of a big deal so it's it's irrelevant Uh, it's the same argument every single time but that's a dumb argument to take we've already read the articles on this show we've already seen the clip we've read the articles on this show um which are you know, people in the media boasting about the fact that they don't care about facts anymore. We've we fucking read it. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not deceptively editing the article. Remember? They said that they need to put facts second to being agents of social change. That that is now the responsibility of the journalist, is to be, to affect social change in the community for the better. Right? And they, they even, I think, from memory, they use the term something like, you know, staying true to these old ideas of journalistic ethics and that, how that's bad. And the article was celebrating, oh, we've got all of these newsrooms around the country now that care more about social change than they do about journalistic ethics. Saying what a good good thing it is. So if I were them, I wouldn't do the gaslighting thing and say, oh, it's deceptively edited and he's a nobody and nobody cares, blah, blah, blah. The, the same old usual lines, own it. Just fucking own it. You've already... You've already come out and declared that you are social activists uh, 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 instead of being journalists. You've already boasted about it. So why pretend? Just own it. You know what I mean? Fucking take ownership of this shit. Let's carry on.
5: So Chester says that CNN is responsible for getting Trump out of office and helping Biden through his term. Listen to this tape. Chester and Hoffman believe CNN managed to get Trump out of office, their words, and Chester calls CNN propaganda. Yeah, I mean, like, Trump, we did it. Like, when Trump uh, was, uh, I I don't know, like, his hand was shaking or whatever, we brought in, like, so many medical people to, like, all tell a story.
0: Like, I know that depending on what side of the political aisle you're on, you'll either love this or hate it. If you're on... The left side of the, this is because it's so dumb like this. If you're on the left side of the aisle, you'll say it's deceptively edited. Uh, This guy's a nobody who gives a fuck. It's fucking right wing. This is right wing propaganda, right? And if you're on the right, you'll say, hey, look, look what they're talking about. They're spreading propaganda and stuff. I I don't know. I'm just not surprised by it. I've been telling you for ages. This is what they, this is what media people are like. Like, they'll openly tell you th- stuff like this. It's 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 not a secret, you know what I mean? There, there seems to be this belief in people, and, you know, I'm not criticising anybody who has this belief. There seems to be this belief in people that they think, like, media bias and stuff is, like, some kind of dark shadowy thing. It's not. It's openly on display. You know, they, they don't, It's it's not... Maybe it comes as a shock to the system for people to hear somebody speaking like this, but everybody knows it. You know, I I I know someone who was like an editor at like one of the biggest papers in the country. You know, Um, I've known people who've worked as journalists various times and stuff. It's this is not any fucking big secret here. This they'll tell you. This is exactly yeah. Fuck this guy. Fucking get rid of him. We're throwing everything we got at him. You know, that's what editorials are. You know, the New York Times and the Washington Post, that's what the, you just read. The, how many people here read the editorials? That should be the first part of a paper that you read. And, you know, I'm I'm one of these anal retentive, like, kind of media, I don't, I don't know. What, what, what's the word you would say? Media romanticist, you know? Whenever I travel, I always buy, like, a local paper to see, like, what are the journalists talking about? What do they do here? What's going on here in this town, right? Just something I enjoy doing. Like, And I flip to the editorial page. What are these people? What does this paper think about stuff? So I flip to the editorial. This is nothing. <laughs> They'll openly tell you. we No, we hate this guy. We've we throwing everything we've got at this guy. You deserve to know the truth, which is their version of, um, you know, we're going to bludgeon him to death with our pen. Over a period of time we knew this was going to happen and happen it did that, like it was
5: all speculation but he was like neurological damage like desert, he was losing his, <laughs> yes you did fit to you know whatever we were we were creating a story there that we didn't know anything about you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> i do i do love if the, James o, if the James O'Keefe account is banned off Twitter, I here's something I hope doesn't get... It must have been slim Pickens for the Project Veritas crew while all the bars were shut, huh? Holy shit, can you imagine? Because this is like... I love the Project Veritas model. Ring the bell <laughs> I mean, and get, get your cheese, man. man. Thank you for the gifted sub, Winning TV. I love the Project Veritas model, which is, um, you know, find place of employment. And again, this is something I've, I've said before. A lot of journalists are really fucking, like, degenerate drunks and stuff. You know, because they don't have to operate heavy machinery or drive for a living, so they can just drink, you know, a lot. (laughs) So so If you offer to take one out to a bar and buy them drinks, and they're always very lonely people as well, writing is a very solitary exercise. It's something you do alone. You know, so if you're... If you're a journalist or you're a writer or you're a blogger or something, seldom are you writing in like a group scenario. It's, it's something, it's one-on-one, it's you and the paper, it's you and the, and the computer screen, you know what I mean? So they're very lonely people, so if you offer to take them out and buy them a few drinks, they'll be like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so that the Project Veritas model will always succeed, because journalists are always tonguing for two things, drinks and company. Because they're drunks and they're lonely. <laughs> Carry on. So it just he just spills the fucking beans. So that's that's
6: I think that's a happy
5: It yeah, is.
0: You know? um, we had nothing else to
5: run with at that time. We were like just taking shots off the couch.
0: So he's just he's just openly telling you again. It's not they're not hiding it. He's telling you that, you know, we were running stories about Trump being unfit and he's going crazy and stuff because we had, no, we had nothing else at the time. We were just taking shots off the bow to see what hit. We were just going for it. He, he even used the term speculation. He's like, well, it's just all speculations. It's, just, it's all speculation. Oh, pardon me. I don't even have the video up. Maybe I should put the video up. That, that's probably helpful. <laughs> pardon me
5: hoping something I guess I have a a, a confession
0: I I worry about Biden I worry about Biden and his his health
6: and his his health
3: I guess your
5: news health what no I said news health no that's already (laughs) the the,
0: the technical director which is akin to now apparently uh, so I've been told by Twitter is akin to somebody who cleans the toilets at CNN Uh, Nonetheless, he said, she's like, I I worry about the health. And he's like, oh, what, the health of the news? The news health? No, no, no. We know that's already dead. We know that's already done for. (laughs) I'm not worried about the health of news. I know that it's a corpse. You know, you don't give CPR to somebody who's already dead. Let's go on. Let's move on here. I'm not trying to revive this thing. Someone got in touch with me a while ago and said, "I think you're a little bit biased in how you cover the media." And I'm like, "What?" And they said, "Yeah, you just, you know, you don't focus on any good reporting." And I'm, I'm like, "Well, there isn't much of it for a start." But why, why would I highlight the things that are no problem? You know? And they said, "I don't think I don't think you're very fair to the media." And I said, "Well, that's that's fair because I'm I'm not I'm I'm anti-media." I would have thought that that's pretty fucking obvious <laughs> in what I do. I'm an this is an anti-media show. All of it, Cor- anti-corporate media. Yes, Fox is in there. Yes, you're all you're all in there. You're all awful, and people deserve better. I wanna-
3: like, literally, oh, he I just wanna
6: like take care
5: of him and make sure he's okay. Like he's definitely uh, the whole thing of him running during the entire <laughs> person, like this is run for the campaign, showing him jogging, he's obviously a deflection of his age, and they're trying to make him like oh, I'm healthy. Is that what we did? I, I don't know. Like what do you mean? We would always show shots of him jogging yeah. and that I'm healthy, you know, blah 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 and him and and like a, like you paint as a- see look
0: again this is stuff we know but if you point this stuff out you'll be accused of being some kind of conspiracy theorist which is garbage remember the clip we played of the other day of the DARPA the guy who works at DARPA right and he's talking about what, what a wonderful how how this how this you know how this de- defense department agency which which it's their job to create the next generation of fucking weapons, right? It is a weapons agency, a weapons research agency, DARPA. And he's talking about, oh, we're going to save the world. We're, we're going to cure pandemics. We love you. We love you. And it, and I, I was pointing out, right, like the, the where he's sitting, the words he's using, his cadence, the the tone of voice, right, the backdrop behind him, none of this is accidental. They know what they're doing. They're very good at this stuff. And it's it's not like some secret uh cabal thing. It's it's training more than anything. You know, how to use certain words at certain times, like you know, like the classic um some of the classics, you know. Uh we don't call it uh bombing uh villages overseas, we call it stabilization or something, right? We don't call them civilian casualties, we call it collateral damage please observe tunnel signage to facilitate safe maintenance activities. You know, we, we don't call them um, interested parties. We call them stakeholders. We don't have problems. We have challenges, right? It's all just this this dance of language. We've known this for ages. And so when he says, yeah, we were specifically showing Joe Biden jogging with the aviator sunglasses to make him look like I'm young, I'm fresh. We all know this. And the silly part for me is like there's people who are defending CNN saying it's all, it's oh, that's all lies. It's conspiracy. Of course, it's not. You're just a dumb person. Because this stuff is designed to convince dumb people like you. You know what I mean? People, people have, um, you know, they'll they will editorialize and they'll make decisions on how they want to present a certain person or a certain topic or a certain policy or whatever. And they do it. And if you're somebody who thinks that that dynamic doesn't exist in media, then you're, you're one of the people that the, uh, you know, the, it, you're one of the people it's designed to trick. <laughs> you're one of the idiots. You're one of the stupid people. Oh, yeah, look how young and fresh he looks. You know, one of the reasons I like corporate media is because they're so fair to Joe Biden. Every single time they show Joe Biden, he's looking young and fresh and hip. I mean, did you see him walking his dog? He really loves his dogs. He's so nice and charming. He's so normal, not like that evil other guy. You know, look, look, every photo they have of Donald Trump has him with his hair disheveled and he's shaking and looking angry. He must be angry all the time. You know, you're just an idiot. (laughs) Of course they do this. There is no secret here. <laughs> there is no conspiracy. This is known. So, to pretend like it's a conspiracy, that makes you look even dumber. <laughs> Just admit it. It's fine. We can all deal with it.
5: Young geriatrics. <laughs> Right? Like, so many arguments about, like, my dad be like, you're, um, you know, you're voting in Kamala Harris because he's gonna die, here's the president. Here. And I'm like, I'm gonna f- die. Right. I don't think But die. I'm okay with that. Right. I'm okay with that. I think she could She'd be probably a bitch. be better, but... She probably could be a bitch in, like, a board meeting. Yeah. And you'd hate her as a boss, but she's... Real and better
0: than we got, right. regardless. Hey. <laughs> Can't wait for President Kamala. Oh boy! Oh, be careful! Be careful what you wish for.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see. I think. I, I think we got him through this term.
0: I think we got him through this term. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> now. Speaking of CNN, because we love CNN here on the show, we're supporters of CNN because they bring truth and light and justice to people. Uh, I came across this the other day. Got a couple of fun little clips here for you. A couple of interactions here of CNN engaging with stakeholders, as they would say, ladies and gentlemen, engaging with interested parties and stakeholders out there on the streets, or as we like to report, as we like to call it, reporting the truth protecting people, right? So they were getting a little bit of direct feedback on the streets. Uh let's have a look here.
3: No bro, bro. No, no, no. Don't got no, no 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 no. It's all peace baby. It's all peace. Uh, By the
0: way, this is a Black Lives Matter, you know, the beginnings of a Black Lives Matter march. And the film crew that you're about to see engage with the mostly peaceful protesters is from CNN. So let's have a look.
1: It's all peace.
0: It's- Holy shit! Oh, oh, and something was thrown, and he's down, and he's down. Let's look at that in the let's look at that in the slow motion replay, Bob. As you can see here, the film crew from CNN, uh, Black Lives Matter, love CNN, and you know the fra- You know what comes to mind? I'm on your side. i I'm on your side. Isn't it good to be an agent of social change? As you can see here, oh look, and he's already there's already been contact there. So here we look on a slow motion boogie bumper action replay, Bob. As you can see here, I think he can see the bottle there. He turns his head slightly to the right, and then bo, and there there is the moment of contact right there. Let <laughs> me full screen that for you. There it is. Oh, contact, ladies and gentlemen. Monica in the chat. It about knocked him out. Yes, a bottle of water, ladies and gentlemen. You know, one's, one's mind um, drifts to, you know, some of the heroic journalists of times gone past, you know, say, exposing atrocities in the Vietnam War or covering uh, World War II, like being in the trenches, surrounded by mortar fire and bullets whizzing past their heads and everybody else has got a gun and you've only got a fucking camera, you know? M- my mind drifts to those heroes of the art, heroes of the industry over time's gone by. And I'm sure that the spirit of those fallen heroes is running through the veins of this man here as he bravely takes a water bottle to the head in the pursuit of truth and justice here at this BLM rally. Uh, Incidentally, I'm sure, I just want to put this out there too, we don't engage in any kind of conspiracy theory here, so I'm sure that that bottle was thrown by a white supremacist. I'm sure of it. I and mean, if anybody in the chat were to suggest that anybody other than a white supremacist uh, engaged with CNN and gave them some direct feedback, then I'm afraid uh, we will have to ban you immediately from the chat. Uh, here, here we have another little video. Protesters just chased away the entire CNN crew away from the police precinct because, uh, if you're not aware, um, they were setting the local police building on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We haven't even got to verdict yet in an unnamed court case. We haven't even got that far. They're already setting the police buildings on fire, so this will be fun. White boy summer looks like it's going to be off its tits. Am I right? Let's have a look. CNN crew being chased out of there. I mean, does anyone else remember the footage of them throwing bricks through the CNN window during the last set of riots, ladies and gentlemen? let just have a... Let's see if... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, another infomercial, by the way, if you'd like to buy me a beer, but you have to go to the coffee website, buymeacoffee.com. If you can't figure that out, here's an infomercial.
1: I just have a cup of coffee. Beer it is. No, I said coffee. Beer. Coffee.
0: Beer. C-O-B-A. Okay, I'm glad we got that sorted out. So does anyone else remember the CNN building? Was it in Atlanta? Here we go. (laughs) Here here, here we go. From 10 months ago.
1: Inside CNN Center, we're just in the last 10 minutes. Demonstrators have started to come up and down this thoroughfare Ah. of Marietta and break out windows of CNN Center.
0: CNN Center is in Atlanta. Yep.
1: It was just a short time ago that they started shooting what appeared to be BBs at us. I was struck with a BB pellet. Uh, (laughs) It's unreal to witness here, Chris. This police line. It's, It's
0: unreal. I can't believe that these people don't understand that we're on their side. It really is something else. Like, I mean, here we are. We're anti Trump. We hate Trump. We love you we believe in you you know it's mostly peaceful out there (laughs) you know i was just hit with a bb pellet but it didn't really hurt that much so i guess it's mostly peaceful down here back to you bub you know the bricks that came through the window mostly peaceful bricks through the window mostly peaceful pellets hitting me in the back of the head when i'm trying to do my live cross it really is unbelievable just how fucking peaceful it is out there i mean look we've got a rainbow umbrella that's there too. I mean, it's looking good. <laughs> so that was 10 months ago. Fast forward to a couple of days ago, at the most recent round of peaceful protests, uh, CNN was chased the fuck out of there. Off they go so there's a group of about if you're listening to podcast, you can't see there's a group of about half a dozen mostly peaceful protesters um as tip of the hat to the rotc guys as the rotc guys would call them uh maskless party goers but they are wearing masks today which is encouraging at least they care about social health policies they care about public health obviously clearly So there, there's about half a dozen of them chasing, not chasing, forcing the CNN film crew to retreat. Might be a better word. Saying things like, "Yeah, what you gonna fucking do? What you fucking gonna do? Huh? Huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Go on, go on now. Go on now. Right? That kind of demeanor. And I think you know because we don't engage in misinformation here on this program. I think it would be fair to say that the mostly peaceful protesters are encouraging the CNN crew to get, get to a better viewpoint so they can take more footage, right? <laughs> they're encouraging them to get a vantage point a little bit further away from the action so maybe they can get some better news footage because they care about getting this story out. They really do. So I think that's what they're doing. They've got only their best intentions. And if you were to suggest anything else, of course you would be a white supremacist, a terrorist, a uh, terrorist a racist and we can't have you here so if you see anybody engaging in that kind of behavior please very quickly whisk them off give them the james o'keefe treatment and get them off this platform immediately please off you go off you go mate
3: hey.
0: see you later son
3: wave
0: goodbye He's like, I'm leaving. I don't want any trouble. And then he he walked into... So this is the the guy who got hit in the head with the water bottle. He's saying... He's putting his hands up. I'm sorry. I'm leaving. I don't want any trouble. He then walks into the door of the car uh, because he's not relaxing. He's not being relaxed, clearly. <laughs> and uh, at this point, the people who are encouraging him to get to a, a better vantage point so he can capture more footage, obviously the maskless partygoers... Uh, they start laughing at him. <laughs> they start open, openly laughing at him. Fucking pussy, motherfucker. Get out of here. <laughs> he just nearly knocks himself out, yeah.
6: What the fuck?
0: And now it's like, what the fuck? Where are you going, huh? Where are you going? What are you leaving for? <laughs> Why are they leaving? We're being peaceful. This is very peaceful. What'd
3: they do? What'd they do? I don't even know.
2: Tyler, what'd they do? CNN being some
6: bitches <laughs> for all the different stuff.
0: Did you hear that? What did they do? I think the person's name was Tyler or something. Tyler, what they do? And the answer was CNN being bitches or some shit. <laughs> CNN being bitches or some shit. This this is where I this is like where I like to point out how people like to say things like well if we just explain something then people will understand what they do though they were being bitches or some shit that's all you need to know that's all we need to know It's so at this point people on CNN like you know what we just need to explain the vaccine and then uh you know vaccine hesitant communities of color will get on board with us they love us they believe everything we say. See the reality is like the people who live in like you know these areas in these projects it's like what we've spoken about on the show before people who grow up in like you know high you know minority areas or immigrant areas or stuff and stuff the 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 reality that the cnn's of the world like to project that being that everybody's offended all the time and all this it's all shit it's all shit they know it's shit they know it's utter garbage and on these rare occasions where they have this You know, this brush up with the reality that they purport to represent on their networks, which they clearly don't. Because CNN is made for upper middle class white um, liberals to feel better about themselves. That's their market. You know, (laughs) poor black people are not watching CNN. They're not. It's for university educated people who think their shit don't stink. That's the audience. And, and myself. <laughs> I also watch it, but I watch it for material. So.
3: Oh, Off the you fuck? go, mate. What do do? See you later. Tyler, what'd they do?
0: CNN being some bitches, so they've been told to get the fuck out. Uh, now, this was also one here. This was an incredible moment live on CNN when a man in Minnesota walked up to Sarah Sidner and absolutely unloaded in an F-bomb-laden rant, it's all the press and all the extra shit y'all do that makes this worse. Get away from here, all that media shit. Sounds like a very, sounds like a supporter of CNN here, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Let's have a look. Up there. Now, you can, see, now, now you can see. Now you can see. See y'all be twisting up the story. You want to talk to me? Do you want yeah, to me? Okay, wanna cool. talk? to Okay, cool. Don't take my mic, I'll but talk. we're cool. I'll okay. What is your, what's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. All right. So
0: <laughs> none of your fucking business. <laughs> Got to be like that. <laughs> oh, we're on your side. We're on your side.
2: Look there. Now you mean? can see. Now no, you, as can, you see. can see. Y'all be twisting up the story you wanna talk to me? Do you wanna yeah, talk yeah, to me? Okay, cool. No, don't take my mic, I'll but talk. we're cool. I'll okay. Talk. What Go is ahead. your what's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. Say all my right, name. So say tell my me what name. you think about what's going when on. What I think here. about this yeah. is all the press and all the extra shit y'all do makes this worse. You think so? Yes. When people wanna protest, they shouldn't do it in front of a fucking police this Yeah courthouse shit like that you get what the fuck I'm saying I want you to be careful I want you to be
0: (laughs) I want you to be careful come again (laughs) what the fucking balls on this chick Uh, excuse me sweetheart you're the one that's in the middle of the fucking riot here Uh, excuse me I want you to be careful (laughs) see what I mean See what I mean? CNN is for pretentious, upper-middle-class, university-educated white people who think they know better than everyone else. That's who they are. That's what they're for. Don Lemon is their token black guy. Every black guy is like Don Lemon. You know what I mean? What fucking balls on this chick? Look, I want you to be careful. (laughs) Be careful? (laughs) Who the fuck? You're the one standing here. Who the fuck are you? Happy
3: Hanukkah, my Sinister Charlie pipped five dollars. <laughs> I still don't know what they do. They don't know what they
0: do. So confusing. You don't know what they do. Sinister Charlie still doesn't know what they do. Uh, tell you what, maybe this will help Sinister Charlie. Uh, can we where can I? can I find this? Where is this video? Yes, hopefully this will help Sinister Charlie. This will hopefully clear it up. Uh Sinister Charlie asking, I still don't know what they do. Here's what they do.
4: Yeah. I swear to God, man, as soon as you get a bag, these bitches want to take it from me. Take it from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Turn it up, the beat on my headphones. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. White boy summer.
2: I met a bad little shorty on the pile to dance Getting to the bag like it was her only chance Rich
4: bitch, no, no one up with them bands Said fuck it, then she went and made her only fans Uh Hot boy, white boy Get summer Get your favourite Instagram, <laughs> bitch, DM
0: in her number Kid Hit the strip from the back down
1: Woo! They're from Diana Dandara
0: Dandara Rude
1: boy, it's a white boy summer Yes it is Back y'all, white dandara Woo! Rude boy, it's a white boy Love
0: the Jamaican flag draped over the. Now, we know, we happen to know a Jamaican. The lovely Kitty, uh, Kitty B is of Jamaican descent. And I wonder if she appreciates Chet. <laughs> Chet, the, the, the stalwart, the champion of white boy summer, draping the Jamaican flag across that ample frame of his. Short though it is, stocky though it is, powerful, nobody can deny. Uh, the, the Jamaican flag being draped over jets like a cape, like he's a like a Jamaican superhero. He's the new Usain Bolt, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, Sinister uh, Charlie now understands what CNN does. <laughs> dun <Don't> make it? That <laughs> non make it? White boy? Dun dun dada Rolling and they from Guyana. Guyana. They're from, not, not even from Jamaica. They're from Guyana. He's a fucking liar. Lying is not part of White Boy Summer. Guyana is not Jamaica. <laughs> or, or is it? <laughs> Maybe I'm the <be> idiot here. Because <laughs> I know there's a bunch of countries in the Caribbean... Right, Barbados, Trinidad and Tobago, Jamaica. I thought Guyana was one of those. But I hope I'm not looking like a fucking idiot now. Pretty sure Guyana is one of those countries. But anyway, not even, <laughs> Lou Frigno, not even the same continent.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good, fantastic. And Kitty B has said no to Chet but, but But Kitty, it's white boy summer. Come on. Yeah, it's a different island. Thank you. I, fuck. I knew I was right. <laughs> <Phew>. <laughs> I knew I knew I had that one right. <laughs> so she's not allowing Chet to drape himself in the Jamaican flag like A little full screen of Chet for you.
4: It's nine in the six.
0: Summer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hang on, where the fuck were we? Uh, Jim Anward with the diamond. Thank you, Jim. White boy summer forever in Boogie Stand. Yes, every summer is white boy summer in fucking Boogie Stan. Absolutely. And of course, white boy summer means explicitly getting black pussy. So it's what we do. It's what we do in white boy summer. It's what we do in, it's what we do in the nation of uh, Boogie Stand. We're going to have to import some more blacks. closer <laughs> Running out of White pussy here in Boogie, Boogie Stand. I'm so gonna have to so import some more black life. women. So Where well, sh- Should we go to Guyana or has Chet already captured them so all? Lightly. Interesting questions ahead. Uh, interesting question, a problem, a challenge for our Minister of Diversity and Inclusion, Jim N. Word, in the nation of Boogie Stand, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to uh, complain about the lack of black pussy in, in Boogie Stand, then I, I please ask that you direct all correspondence to Jim N-Word, who will, who will put you in contact with the black gash. Because it's white boy summer, every summer in Boogie Stand. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to our shit here. All right, come on now. Now she's just told this she's just told this young gentleman, this mostly peaceful protester. She's told him that he needs to be careful.
2: <laughs> what I think here. about this
0: yeah. hey, let's go back <laughs> to the stuff.
2: Now you can see. Now, now you, know you can see. see y'all be twisting up the story. You wanna talk to me? Do you wanna yeah. talk to me? Okay, cool. Talk. Don't take my mic, I'll but talk. we're cool. I'll okay. What ahead. is your what's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. All right, so tell me what you think about what's going when on What I think here. about this yeah. is all the press and all the extra shit y'all do makes this worse. You think so? Yes. We when people think- want to protest, yeah. they shouldn't do it in front of a fucking police. Dis- yeah. Courthouse. <laughs> shit like that. You get what the fuck I'm saying? I want you to be careful. I want uh, you to be careful. I want I really you to be really careful. Of anything she, that goes. Oh,
0: uh, hit- what an annoying bitch. She's like, look, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that shit that shit might work in like you know a conference call or something okay look i hear your concerns i just think that you need to be careful that might work on a zoom call it doesn't work in the middle of a riot (laughs) it doesn't work when people are setting fires to police buildings you condescending cunt (laughs)
3: like
0: i said CNN is for upper-middle-class, university-educated white people who think they know better than everyone else. That's their MO. Poor black people don't like you. Poor white people don't like you. Minorities don't watch you. The people who watch you are white, upper-middle-class, university-educated people who think they know better than everyone else and feel bad about it. A lot of guilt issues. Uh, Look, I hear you. I just want you to be careful. (laughs) What
2: of anything that can hit you? Look at all the stuff.
0: Oh, I'm protected. She's protecting him. I'm protecting him. (laughs) Khaleesi, the brown people of the world love you, Khaleesi. I just want you to be careful. Something might hit you, sir. Why don't you fucking pop a titty out, mate? Put him on the tit! <laughs> mm. Mama. Mama. Mm. Yes, that's right. That's right, Dante. Feed. You're the weakest. That's right, Dante. That's right, Dante. Mommy CNN will protect you. That's right. Feed now. Soon you will be at rest. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Thanks, Mama. Thank you, Mama CNN. I'm protecting you from the projectiles. I just want you to be careful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: a fucking bitch. You get what the fuck I'm saying? I want you to be careful. I th- I you, know you, to be careful. you know what?
0: You know what? I think he's going to be fine. I, I somehow... I, I have this strange sneaking suspicion that he's going to be fine. He's going to be okay. He's got no problem here. He really isn't going to be in any trouble whatsoever.
2: I really do. Of what? Of anything that can hit you. Of anything that can hit you. Look at all the stuff. Of this. Of what? Of this. Do it look like I'm scared? No, you don't. Do it look like I'm scared? You don't. You don't. Exactly. Y'all need to get up out of here with all that twisting up the media shit.
0: (laughs) Yes, I love this guy. I love this guy. He is wearing army fucking camos as well. Look, I just want you to be careful. I'm worried that you're gonna get. Do I, bitch, do I look scared? <laughs> and she's like, no, you don't. She looks fucking terrified. Look at her. What? Where does she get off thinking she's gonna be protecting anybody from anything? Look at those eyes. They are wide as fucking dinner plates, ladies and gentlemen. And not those small dinner plates either. Those dinner plates that you get in the Italian restaurants where there's a tiny bit of food in the middle and this huge fucking plate that takes up the whole tabletop. I I, I don't even have... Would you like some wine, sir? I would, but there's nowhere to fucking put it. Look at the size of this dish. What the fuck? There's barely any food on here. What a waste of porcelain. What a waste of ceramic materials. Fucking Italians. So she looks absolutely terrified.
3: <laughs> of
2: this? Of what? Of this? Do I look like I'm scared? No, you don't. Do, Do I look, look like I'm scared? Scared. You don't. You don't. Exactly. Y'all need to get up out of here with all that twisting up the media ass shit. Okay. Real shit. You don't know me, but we don't, don't know, get, know we you. are going to get to know each other. That's
3: what.
0: <laughs> 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 See, they, they don't care. They are this dense, they are this dumb you don't know listen to her you don't know me but we're gonna get to know each other because she thinks hey if only you knew how much I'm on your side how much of on your side I am you would love me doesn't this just run through their whole fucking psyche Uh, the reason that the the reason that the general public doesn't like us is because Donald Trump convinced them that we're evil it's all his fault You know, everybody would love us if only they gave us a chance. This is the way they think. Because they're so smug and so condescending because it is the stomping ground of white upper middle class fucking university educated people who think their shit don't stink and think they know better than everybody else. They think they are the moral virtuous light that everybody gathers around to keep warm during the dark times and i'm not being hyperbolic this is the way they view themselves right as protectors of social justice and shit if only everybody knew how much i care you know it's not that people disagree with me it's that they're too stupid to understand why i'm right you know It's not that people think I'm wrong, it's that they're racist. It's always outward. Everything that they think is perfect and wonderful, and if only we could get either the dumb people or the bigots to get on board with us, then everybody would see what a wonderful world we would create for them. They're they're just demented people. Demented. As I've said before, their head has not only gone up their own ass, it has gone up their own ass, come out of their dick hole, gone back around the taint and, and gone into their ass once again for a second time. They have looped around now and they are now trying to push through their dick hole for a third time. For a second time. They're trying to push through their dick hole a second time so they can loop around their pelvis once again and go back up into their own assholes for a third time. We are in the process that they are struggling out now looking like Ace Ventura when he came out the ass of that uh, rhino. <laughs> out, of, out of that robotic rhino.
3: We're going to get gonna
2: to know each other, Yes, huh? we are. We, are. we are. How are you going to know me? I'm going gonna to <laughs> talk. I'm going to share a yeah, number with you. All right, let's do it. No, let's do it right let's here. Let's do it. All right, here's my here's my phone. Let's no, go ahead let's and share it.
0: See how, look at this. See how she's automatically gone into, like, talking street? Look at that. Within 45 seconds, she's gone from, Sir, I'd like to ask you a few questions. Then when he was being combative, saying, You need to get out of here. You, you fuckers are causing half of this. And she's like, Well, I'm trying to protect you. I'm worried about you getting hit. I'm worried about keeping you safe. When she realizes that that... You know, that condescending motherly tone didn't work with him. Now she's trying to be, oh, well, now I'm your equal. Yo, yo, step back. Step back, motherfucker. I'm good and shit. We're going to chat it up. We're going to get to know each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I've got hot sauce in my purse. Yeah. Up there. It, now you can see. Now, now you, can you can see.
1: see y'all be
2: twisting up the you wanna talk to me? Do you wanna yeah, talk yeah, to me? Okay, cool. Now, don't take my mic, I'll but talk. we're cool. I'll okay. Talk. What Go is ahead. your what's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. Alright, so tell me what you think about what's going what on. What I think here. about this is all the press and all the extra shit y'all do makes this worse. You think so? Yes. When people want to protest, they shouldn't do it in front of a fucking police this Yeah. Courthouse. Shit like that. You get what the fuck I'm saying? I want you to be careful. I want you to be careful. I really Of what? Do. Of anything that can of hit what? you. Of anything that can hit you. Look at oh all the stuff. Of this. Of what? Of this. Do I look like I'm scared? <laughs> no, no. Do I look you like don't. I'm scared? You don't.
0: Do I look like I'm scared? No, you don't. Then why the fuck do you say it for? I know why you said it. Because you're scared. See, the dishonesty is even like it's even on a micro level the dis- they cannot help but be dishonest her saying to him right i'm worried about you getting hit is her way of saying i'm scared shitless i that's her way of saying i'm terrified is by masking it as though like oh no i'm protecting you from the projector i'm protecting you i'm worried about you no it's about her Everything with these people is a projection. And they're not consciously doing it. It comes from deep within. It's it's part of who they are. It's part of their psychology, right? It's part of what makes them the person they are. Everything is outward. Everything is a projection. I'm worried about you. No, he's not. She admitted that he doesn't look worried. So then why are you worried about him? You're not. You're worried about you. Exactly, Monica. It's always about them. That's where it comes from. It it comes from, it's about them. Me, 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 me. But they mask it as something else. They mask it as, oh, we're protecting people. No, you're not. You're protecting yourself
2: you don't exactly y'all need to get up out of here with all that twisting up the media ass shit okay Real shit. you don't know me but we I don't get, know you're gonna get to know each other let's wrap a, yes, hey, a little bit Hey, let let's wrap a
0: little bit here How homie you gonna
2: know me? i'm gonna, we're gonna talk i'm gonna share a yeah, number with you all
0: right share a number it. with no, you let's, no,
2: let's yeah. do it right let's here let's do it. all right here's my here's my phone let's go ahead and show me i talk about something that's real tell me what's real y'all just gonna edit out the shit we're live we're gonna edit out some other shit we're live we are not fucking live I'm live right now. (laughs) I don't care if you're live or not. Get away from here with all that media shit that y'all doing right
1: now. Look, we're
2: with CNN. Then take that camera all the way the fuck up there then. We are going up there. Take it all the way to fuck up there. there. (laughs) Y'all doing all the extra shit for the backhand shit to make people look all crazier than what the fuck they are. right, then you watch us because that's
3: where we're going?
0: Look at that. Isn't she fucking brave, huh? Y'all need to rap, cuz. Alright. Uh look, I said I'd do the cartarnax tonight. We're gonna run out of time. I will definitely I'm gonna do the cartnarks on Monday night. Because this video, this particular cartnark video is a good one. It's a very good one. So we'll come back to it on Monday. Uh hell or high water. But there is one more little video here that I wanted to show you, if I can find it. God, there's so much we didn't get to. Damn it. Okay, here's one more. Just the last thing for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. One more here, because we're talking about what a great job CNN does. This was uh, another Veritas video. Let's have a look at this. Uh, somebody um, trying to talk to Brian Stelter as he's entering. Like, I guess he's coming out of the car park area, the parking lot area of CNN. And some one of the uh, Project Veritas people has got him you know, on his way into work. And you might say, oh, that's a shitty thing to do. And I would say, yes, it is. And I especially hate when the media, like, chases people out of courtrooms and sticks cameras in their faces and when they knock on people's doors or where they stand on people's, you know, front doorsteps all day, sticking cameras, looking in through their curtains and shit like creepy fucking stalkers. Hey, we're allowed to. We're the media. So I hate that too. So, you know, what goes around comes around, I guess. Hey. Hey, how's it going? How
6: are you? Good, good. Give me one second. CNN embraced director chester's philosophy of the news
3: do you think it's gonna be just like a lot of like fear climate
6: yeah fear sells fear sells does fear sell does charlie chester still employed at cnn i feel really bad for you
0: <laughs> i feel really bad for you <laughs> <laughs> nice comeback mate see again it's always everything is always a projection I feel really bad for you. I feel so sorry for you. It's condescending, head up your own ass shit. You know, like a normal person. If if Brian Stelter was a normal person, he would turn around and say, hey, look, get the fuck out of here. I'm not talking to you. Fuck off. Which is fine. But he can't. He can't do it. He can't just be open and honest like that. He can't. His psyche doesn't allow him to. He has, to, he has to turn it into this manipulation. Everything is a manipulation from these people. He has to turn it. I feel bad for you. I'm, I feel so sorry for you. You poor thing. Believing all of this nonsense. How awful for you. Right? This phony, nurturing, pandering, condescending shit. It's part of who they are. Why's that? Uh, Mr. Steltzer, we have a few more questions. Do
6: you report any news that Jeff Zucker doesn't directly tell you to report?
0: Now, this bit here. <laughs> this is where Brian is looking to the security guard. What the fuck are you doing? Look at him. <laughs> he, he looks down. He looks down the way to the security guard as if to say, why are you letting this guy here? What are you doing? Because he, he needs somebody to come and protect him. He's, he's too important. He, he doesn't have to listen to this. I feel sorry for you. I'm far too busy for this kind of nonsense. Security, why aren't you protecting me from this? The, the, this is the same network that will openly tell you how awful it is to be secure, right? Oh, no, no, no. Because they're special. They're different. They have a different set of rules. No, we're, we're protecting everybody. We're bringing people truth and light. We are the warm glow that mankind gathers around in times of darkness. Cabaret in the chat, Gunt Cleavage. <laughs> and on, and I swear to God, on his sweater. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't say on his sweater, Brian. It has written, journalism matters now more than ever. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me thank you for keeping me safe, Brian. Thank you so much. Did well, do you
6: have any comments? Do you use his words propaganda? Yeah. It's Charlie He's Chester- still
0: he's still repeatedly calling for the security guard. Come on, come on, put a stop to this. Where are you?
6: Do you use his words propaganda? Look at
0: him. Char- it's like come on, come on. Save me. <laughs> come and protect me. Excuse me, security, please come and drag this man away for me. I want him expelled from my court immediately. In, instead of just saying, hey, mate, look, why don't you fuck off? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? You can't. Security, security, security. Security. <laughs> <laughs> Like a like a flailing, wailing elderly woman in a dark alley. Security, help, help! I'm being raped. <laughs> Charlie Chester's still employed
6: at CNN. I feel
0: really bad for you. What? That's the only line he has. I feel really bad for you. That's the second time he said it now. But now he's saying it in an aggressive fashion, right? I feel. I said I feel really bad for you. <laughs> Didn't you hear me the first time? I said, I feel sorry for you, sir. Now, please, security, escort this man off the premises.
3: (laughs) Oh, Brian. Uh,
6: Is Charlie Chester still employed at CNN? I feel really bad for you. Why do you feel bad for me?
0: We're journalists. Okay. Why do you feel... (laughs) He's got nothing. He has nothing. (laughs) I feel really bad for you. Why do you feel bad for me? We're journalists. We're journalists. (laughs) You and me, Brian. That's that's beautiful. Brian, why do you feel sorry for me? I'm just like you. We're all journalists here. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, okay. And he tries to motion the guy out. Like, okay. And he kind of like points to the exit. But the guy doesn't leave. (laughs) for me are
3: you a journalist are
0: you able to report anything that's not directly handed down oh oh so the veritas guy asks him are you a journalist are you able to report anything that's not directly handed down from and brian cuts him off and he's like i report whatever i want (laughs) oh (laughs) do you do you brian I decide what the news is, kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's so brave, isn't he? Standing, He's speaking truth to power. I report whatever I want.
6: You feel bad for me. We're journalists. Okay. Why do you feel bad for me? Are you a journalist? Are you able to report? Are anything? you a journalist? You I, want to I want. Them? You need Shoot. to leave. Do you want them?
0: You oh, need to, to leave. Oh, okay. okay. Mr.
6: Stelter, do you have any other comment on, on Charlie Chester? Sir.
0: Sir now, that's, now, that is not a security guard. That is a maintenance guy. <gasps> Look at that. That's not a, There is no way that guy's a security guard. Look at the outfit, ladies and gentlemen. What security guard? Explain to me what security guard has nine pens in their pocket? Nine. Look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to call it eight pens. Eight pens. That's a fucking janitor. He's got the little uh, notepad in his pocket so he can mark off which toilets he's already cleaned. Right. Brian Stelter is being saved by the janitor. Well, Brian, I mean, Brian, thank God. Thank God, Brian, that there are these people uh, with these very low paying jobs who are around to protect you from journalists huh (laughs) oh janitor janitor sir underling please save me rescue me please rescue me from this man asking me questions save me janitor save me janitor save me brian fucking stelter ladies and gentlemen there you go with that that brings us to the end of tonight's Daily Boogie podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll be back on Monday night with another episode. Don't forget to follow our friends uh, Coffee Talk Cassandra at Rational Times, everybody's favourite lover of French women Mersh. Later on tonight, tomorrow, uh, you've, uh, also at Real Person PLTCS tomorrow. Uh, winning TV Major Tom Joy of Pessy might be around over the weekend. I'm not sure. Sunday night shit show. Ice Man double for the Rice Man double four double three. And uh, anyone else I may have forgot. So. Until then, we'll see you on Monday. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive and on Streamlabs. I'll just check this. Check this once. time. Uh, thank you again to Gary Vance for buying us a few beers. Thank you for the beers, Gary. And like I said, we'll get to cart marks on Monday. And there's a couple other things I wanted to get to this week that will carry over till next week as well. So apologies. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.